0: Welcome to Inner Divine Alchemy, a podcast for spiritual seekers who dare to explore the depth of this divine existence and the constructs that make up our very reality. I'm your host, Kristen Martin, a fellow spiritual seeker, full-time creative entrepreneur, and best-selling indie author. If you're looking to go deeper on the types of things we discuss on this podcast, I sincerely hope you'll join me in my monthly membership community called the Inner Divine Collective at innerdivinealchemy.com. Without further ado, let's get metaphysical, shall we? Hello, my loves. Welcome back to the Inner Divine Podcast. It is actually the same day as I recorded the last episode. Because, funny enough, (laughs) that episode was recorded right after I got out of the shower, and this episode is being recorded right after I finished cleaning up for dinner and doing the dishes. So, when I say that water is a conduit for the divine to really channel through you and speak through you, and also that doing really kind of mundane, routine things that that's a time for you to be in the receptive mode. I am not kidding. (laughs) So over the last month, I have been doing live streams and Q&As for my community called Write50K in 30 Days. And as I'm recording this, we are in the throes of NaNoWriMo right now. And so I have a little bit of a podcast for the writers out there, for the creatives out there. But I really think that what we're going to talk about today can spread into or bleed into, if you will, pretty much every aspect of your life, because it's about perfectionism. So one of the common themes, or I guess you could say the common questions that came up during these Q&A live streams was what If you feel like your writing just isn't good enough, like what do you do if you have so much doubt, like crippling self-doubt when it comes to your ability to write, to write anything good, to be creative and to come up with solutions to plot holes or really just to to create, to write anything in general. What if your self-doubt is so crippling that you can't do it? And so comparison really comes into play here, but I think there's this underlying theme of perfectionism as well, where you have an idea in your mind, whether it's the way another writer writes, another author writes, or a certain style in your mind that you feel like is just the epitome of good, solid writing, worthy writing. And you feel like you can't measure up to that standard, or like when you read back what you've written, it just isn't matching up with that standard, with that expectation that you have in your head. And on this podcast, we have talked a lot about expectations and how dangerous those can be, because that can really stifle our natural flow And our natural talent and creativity when we're always in this self critiquing mode. So, the way that I responded to that question in the live stream was good enough for who? Or, I guess, good enough for whom? See, I'm not even, I don't even know if I'm using the correct version of who or whom. That's something I always have to look up on Google because I'm not perfect. I am a writer and I'm not perfect. I still have to look up how to use lie and lay, okay? So no one, that's what I'm trying to say. No one is perfect. But to me, in my mind, I was like, well, a good writer would know the difference between those two. And a good writer would know when to use like past tense or past participles or whatever. But that right there is this weird standard that I just brought up that has been subconscious because as I was thinking about that as I just said who according to whom I believe is not good enough for whom is probably the correct way to say it I subconsciously just pulled up a standard that I have for what someone who like is supposed to be a writer like that's something that they should just know and when you think about all of the things that we're quote unquote supposed to know, I don't, (laughs) our brains don't even function at the full capacity. I don't, I can't remember what the percentage is because again, my brain is not at full capacity but we don't use the full capacity of our brain. And so the information that's kind of at the front of our awareness, the seat of our awareness is usually what we can grab at first. So you feel like your writing's not good enough who says it's not good enough? Like, who is this person? Who is this standard? Or I guess, what is this standard? What is this expectation? Who is this other author, this other writer? Like, what is the expectation in your mind? And why why is that the expectation? Why is that the standard? So I found that really uncovering my shadows and going beneath the surface to figure out like what programming is just kind of sitting there controlling my moods, my feelings, my reactions, the different behaviors that I have. In order to really understand that, you have to ask good questions. You have to be willing to just keep asking why and not to sound cliche, but it's just like an onion. It's like layer by layer by layer by layer. You continue to peel back the onion. And so one of the other things that I mentioned on the live stream was how I've been able to see my writing and my style as a writer evolve over time because i I published, I've i published books over the past six years. And so the way I look at that is that each of those books is like a very special time capsule of the kind of headspace that I was in when I wrote that certain book, what my writing style was, and how I chose to convey the story that was brewing in my head. Now, my very first trilogy, the Alpha Drive trilogy, is a way different writing style. It's a way different everything than my most recent book, Beyond the Stars and Shadows. Because when I wrote the Alpha Drive, that was over six years ago, I was just starting out and I was more concerned about structure than the story itself. This isn't to say that I don't think the Alpha Drive is a great story because I do. I think it's a really, really good story. But as I was editing it, I was more concerned about the structure and like the rules of writing and grammar and punctuation and not using slang and those kinds of things. I was more concerned about the structure of the story than the story itself. Obviously, now that I'm like 10 books in, I have a completely different perspective on that. And so I'm not so much concerned with the structure of the story or if I quote unquote, break the rules, because I found that the books that I most enjoy reading are the ones that do break the rules because it's unexpected. It's a twist. It's a surprise. It's something new. It's innovative. It's inventive. It's creative. And that to me is what art is all about. And writing is a form of art. So to answer the question, how do I overcome my crippling self-doubt? How do I overcome perfectionism? Because to me, they are interlinked, is to answer that with another question. Because again, the, the root of all shadows can be found by just continuing to answer your questions with a question and keep digging deeper and deeper and deeper. And that question is... Do I want a time capsule of perfectionism or do I want a time capsule of growth and authenticity and a time capsule of me, the true me and my true abilities at this moment in time? And that right there is a little bit of a trick question because we all know that perfect does not exist. Perfect or your view of perfect is based on a perception that you have cultivated based on your past experiences, your circumstances, your standards, other people, and what other people have said to you, what you've learned over the years. There is no such thing as perfect because everything in this world is subjective, and I say that from a more multidimensional existential point of view because some people will be like, the very logical left-brained people will be like, facts are not subjective. Facts are objective. And I'm just like, we made up the facts. <laughs> humans made up the facts. And humans, as we know, are flawed. We are inherently flawed. And so I think about facts that used to be facts, you know, 10, 15 years ago that aren't facts anymore because we learned something new. Hence, our perception changed. Hence, the fact is never actually a fact. It is, it's subjective. That's why I say that everything is subjective because it cannot be objective as long as humans are the ones that are creating the facts because humans are inherently flawed. So whenever you're doing anything, creating anything, attempting something new or crafting, or just whenever you're going about life in general, right? Because I feel like self-doubt and perfectionism creep in at the weirdest times and they leak into our lives in the weirdest ways. I hope that you'll be able to just pause for a second to gain awareness of the situation and of the circumstance or the situation that you currently find yourself in and ask, do I want this thing, this creation, whatever it is you're doing, do I want this to be a time capsule of perfection or do I want it to be a time capsule of authenticity? Do I want it to be a time capsule that reflects who I truly am, what I truly believe, and where I'm truly at in this moment in time. Remember that your standards are made up, you made them up. Your expectations are made up as well. You've created everything that you believe. You've you are the one who has created your belief system. And so If something is not good enough, then ask yourself, why is this not good enough for me? Why do I think that? How did I come to think that? And then once you remember that perfection is just an illusion, then whatever you're doing in that moment, whatever you're creating, whatever you're writing becomes this really special moment in time that is yours and only yours. Personally, as someone who has been writing and publishing books for six years, I can honestly say, you know, hindsight's twenty twenty. that I'm so happy that I published my books the way that they were written to begin with. They're true to who I was at the time that I wrote them. And so to me, it's this vault of My history and the different versions of me, which I think is really, really powerful as you go on your journey in life, not only as a creator, as a writer, but just as a human being, because that perspective will bleed into everything else in your life where suddenly mistakes don't seem so monumental because perfection is just an illusion. So that is it. That is all that I have for you today for this episode. I really hope that you enjoyed it. If you are wanting to dive deeper into your spiritual journey, I would love to have you in the Inner Divine Collective. This month, November 2021, we are talking about human design. So we're really going into human design and learning how to synchronize with your soul's path. If that's something that interests you, I will leave the link in the show notes for you, or you can go to innerdivinealchemy.com slash collective to learn more. As always, thank you so much for being here. Thank you so much for listening, and I will chat with you in the next episode. Thank you so much for tuning in today. For more beyond this podcast, make sure to check out my website at innerdivinealchemy.com and give me a follow over on Instagram at innerdivinealchemy. Don't forget to check out The Collective, where we have monthly themes on all things metaphysical and spiritual. I'll chat with you all again very soon.